we gather this morning and we finish up our time together, say thank you to the worship team for their time and effort and energy. And Also want to say thank you to Harry and for all the time and energy he's put into that and the planning and the years that he's been here. I say thank you to him uh, this morning as well. We've gathered together this morning. It's Christmas time, and uh, I know you're aware of that. And uh, I didn't know what they were going to say, so I might overlap a little bit. Uh, but this morning, as you, if you have your Bible, Matthew chapter uh, one verse eighteen is what we would look at as the maybe the Christmas story. An opportunity for us just to stop and see what God had planned for the earth through a guy by the name of Matthew. Matthew being a tax collector, a Jew, and Matthew had uh, been chosen by God to uh, use Matthew's hand literally to write out the book of Matthew. God had a plan for Matthew as he was a Jew that he wanted to write out and to prove to the Jewish nation that Jesus was the Messiah. So he's going to say things to the book of Matthew that are going to point to Jesus as the Messiah. And this morning, as you and I, I know mostly, we just, most of the time, this time of the year, we'll just run through this passage of Scripture. But it's history. It's true. 2,000 years plus, there was a baby born. Where? Bethlehem. In a stable. What makes it special? That that baby chose to be born in Bethlehem. To be born in a manger. And as you go around and you see nativity scene after nativity scene, Christmas tree after Christmas tree, Christmas light after Christmas light, why was Jesus born in a manger? So you and I would have forgiveness of our sins. That's what it's about. And so this morning as you gather this week and you're going to do your Christmas celebrations, my prayer is that this would be part of it. That you would go back and look and see history. Mary and Joseph. For Mary to be with child. God had a plan. For Joseph to wrestle with God, what do you want me to do? I'm sure many of us, if, we would, if you would have come to us before we, we were engaged and said, hey, by the way, your, your future wife is expecting, and God had a plan, and she's still a virgin, all of us would have said, look, God, I've got plan B, and you're crazy, and I'm not following your plan. And so Joseph, in the middle of a, of a trial, when, when you think about peace, he was planning to get married, and now you add this into it? God had a plan. Peace? Child, forgiveness, wow. So as you enter into this season, as you look through this passage of Scripture, I've already read it to you. Verse 20, it says, but 
after he had considered this, the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Joseph, this is my plan. Joseph, this isn't a mistake. This isn't an accident. This isn't a coincidence. Joseph, I've got a plan here. And that plan was for you. That plan was for you to say, for Joseph to, to, to wrestle with, his wife being with child, from the Holy Spirit. Joseph saying, God, I'm not interested in this. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Joseph, I've got this plan. Hey, Joseph, don't be afraid. You know what's interesting? This plan is crazy. This plan makes no human sense. But God was going to ask Joseph to be obedient to the plan. Part of God's plan was for Mary and Joseph to be in Bethlehem. Part of God's plan was for Joseph to be the one to name the son. That was part of God's plan. And he could have gave him any name, but he chose this name, Jesus. Why? So you would have forgiveness of your sin. What strikes me amazing about this plan is that God wanted to be with me. And this is how he chose to do it. He chose for his son to be born in a manger. And as I think about God, I'm, I'm very well aware that we live in a society where you talk about a lot of different gods. Be this really brief. You know, I don't believe in an idol. I don't believe in the mountains. I don't believe in the trees. I don't believe in anything that's man-made. My God is the God that is the sustainer of the universe. If I go back and look through history, my God, as you go back to the book of Genesis, my God is the God that spoke it into all existence. My God is the one that formed the mountains. My God is the God that gives the trees life. My God is, according to the book of Colossians, the sustainer. That's my God. My God is the God of Israel. And as I look back over history, and thinking about the Israelites coming out of captivity in Egypt, that was my God. Go a little bit farther back and you think about Noah. And I, I, I'm just fascinated every time I see a rainbow to think that my God had a plan for me to know that he's my God, and that's why I made a rainbow. Because my God was the one that asked Noah to build the boat. My God was the one that asked Noah for 100 years to work on this construction. My God was the God that asked Noah to look like a total fool in his society to say, hey, Noah, it doesn't rain here. That's all right, but this is what my God asked me to do. They built a boat. You and I get the benefit. We get a chance to see a rainbow. But what excites me most, or maybe not most, but this Christmas, are these words. The virgin will be a child and she give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel. Which means God with us. Christmas it's a manger scene for you to stop 
You're going to have to make a choice. You can drive by and say, wow, that's really kind of neat. That's a manger scene. Well, that's true. It is kind of neat, but that's not a manger scene to me. That's my Messiah. That's my Savior. That's the one that said, hey, I want to be with you, and so I'm going to demonstrate that I want to be with you, and I'm going to show you what that looks like. I'll be born in a manger. They'll wrap me in cloths. They'll lie me in a feed trough so that I can be with you. For whatever reason, as I think about God with me this Christmas, I know this for probably most of you. Most of you need a God that will be with you. Why? Because you have family issues, marriage issues, health issues, financial issues. Just purpose. Who am I? How did God make me? But I also know it's true this Christmas. There's one thing that you and I are really good at. Sin. What come natural. And what God wanted to say to you as a sinner, say, you know what, I want to be part of your life. And when life happens, family issues, marriage issues, health issues, financial issues, maybe purpose issues, when life happens, I want you to know this, that I want to be with you. See, there's, God could have come up with a lot of different ways to say, I want to be with you, but he made a choice to say, you know what, this He said, I I want to be with you. I'm going to use Mary and Joseph as a tool. I'm going to use Bethlehem. I'm going to be born in a a manger there. And I want to be with you. Think about this. God wants to be with you. How many of you made sure that the sun was going to come up this morning? How many of you can make sure that there are going to be stars in the sky tonight? How many of you, when you go home this afternoon and if you take a nap, are going to be able to have the power to sustain the oceans from each side of the state of Florida so that we don't drown this afternoon? No. It's not one of us. But it's an opportunity as you enter into this Christmas season to make a choice. To have God with you. It's your choice. the opportunity will be made available to you. Will you say yes to Jesus? Will you just be comfortable and say, oh, well, it's just another Christmas. Yeah, it could be just another Christmas. But this could be the best Christmas ever. Because this Christmas, you might say, you know what, God? I recognize that I'm a sinner. See, God didn't just have a plan here in a manger, and then for you to go ahead and say, you know what, God, I really like this. I'm so thankful that you give me life, and I'm so thankful that you were born in a manger, but God, I don't really need you now. Well, Mr. Seymour puts it this way. Man has a condition. You know what that is? Sin. God has a judgment against those who sin. You know what that judgment is? Separation from him for eternity in a place called hell. But God just didn't leave it there. And he could have. He could have said, you know what? Those people really messed it up. I really don't want to have anything to do with them anymore. So let's just be separated from them for the rest of my life. 
I don't want to be involved in life, but God didn't do that. God made a provision. What's the provision? Christmas. That's a provision. He wanted the whole world to stop. And a lot of people celebrate a lot of different things. But I'm not celebrating a lot of different things. I'm celebrating Christ in my Christmas. That's what I'm celebrating. Because this represents His provision for me. He knew I was a sinner. So He provided for me. He said, hey, Patterson, I want to provide something for you. How do I get that? Being a good guy? Being a nice guy? No. Being a preacher? No. By receiving. See, it started here. It was demonstrated there. And three days later, he rose again. So you would know he's alive. Your choice. Your response. Will you believe or won't you believe? Will you accept the gift of salvation or will you reject it? I know this. I've accepted it. You know what that means? Today. You know what that means for me today? God is with me. God. Not an idol. Not a cross. The sustainer of the universe is with me today. So you know what that provides? Peace. Peace. You have peace today? Do you have the sustainer of the universe as part of your life? Pretty simple. Accept the free gift. I want you to pray with me. Father, thank you for the gift of music. Thank you for bringing Harry Haver here, for using him in our family blessing us with him and in turn that has blessed us musically today not just in the sound of the music but the words to the song the words from the people that were involved thank you father decision time for you I've already made my decision and I will continue to make that decision every single day I'll say Jesus I choose you. None of us have guarantees for tomorrow. None of us have a guarantee of this afternoon. The only guarantee that's available to you today is that Jesus will forgive your sins if you believe, if you accept. If you say, Jesus, I choose you today, I accept the gift of salvation your choice it's your response i'm not going to beg we're not going to play special music i'm not going to ask you to walk forward it's you in your seat talking to the king of kings and the lord of lords at christmas and he's given you an opportunity to accept him my prayer for you is that you would accept him because if you accept him god with me. Father, as you look down on our family, you know the ones you're working on. Father, I pray the ones that don't know you as Father, may they say yes to you today. Father, thank you for sending Jesus to us. Jesus, thank you for dying 
for us. God, thank you for raising him three days later so I can have life today. You've never put your faith in Jesus. The choice is your today. Father, for those that are in our family that are struggling with the life issues, family issues, financial issues, may the God of peace be their comfort today. May the God of hope give them hope today. Thank you, Father, that we can come and gather at Bible Fellowship Church as a family to celebrate Christ in Christmas, to celebrate God with us. If you'd like to pray with somebody this morning, we have a What's Next ministry out the back. Thank you for attending Bible Fellowship to church today. May God bless you and use you as you leave this building. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.